Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the uh, the second uh, GYST podcast. And uh, thank you guys for actually coming back. And you found some value and you're listening to us again. Yeah. I mean, either that or you don't listen to anything else other than podcasts and you've only got one <laughs> other one on your list. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> either way, welcome. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome. We appreciate your uh, listenership. Yeah. Is that a word? That's a word. Listenership. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Done. It was kind of like, what was the word last time? Uh, podcaster. We were, podcaster. Yeah, yeah we were what like, are we? Yeah. Am I a narrator? Am I, what, what am I doing here? <laughs> am I James Earl Jones? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the second edition of the GYST Podcast. Oh, boy. Um, also, special shout out to a few of our friends who have helped us, um, like Joseph Volstek. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joey V. Um, Daniel v. Barrett. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, there anyone else that you guys can think of that has listened to it? Um, just those two. I mean, I finally got a chance to listen to it today. I'm pretty, uh, pretty lucky. I was the last person to listen to my own podcast, so uh, yeah. thanks for that. Yeah, so we're going <laughs> to talk about the uh, the very first podcast that we did, and uh, some of our friends listened to it and had some honest feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, some things that they liked. And can I be honest with you? Yes, I was scared to hear it. Were you? Yeah, man. Have <laughs> <laughs> you heard it yet? It's sitting on my computer. Yeah. You're, a lot of times we could be our, our most critical person, right? So it's it's weird. I was excited to listen to it, but I was kind of weird too. It was, um, I was listening to it multitasking today at work. Yeah. And every time you or Christian would say my name during the podcast, I would look up like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm just listening to myself. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I, one of the things that, that we talked about that we didn't really do last time was let you guys know who we are. I mean, you know, as, as we do more and more of these things, you guys will pick up on our personalities. But really from the start, you know, if we're here talking about personal development, how can we even speak to it? Like, why should you guys listen to us? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll go first. Um, I, I probably have the, the most experience when it comes to personal development here. I... Uh, have had a leadership seminar company, a personal development blog, uh, creating a video series about personal development uh, called 30 Day Life Reset. I've attended personal development seminars all over the US. I've given them all over the US. Uh, I mean, I can't even tell you how many thousands of books I've read, uh, even how many thousands of dollars I spend in CDs and books and stuff like that. So personal development, I mean, even, you know, I would say I really started in high school, middle school, um, just getting into leadership and, and trying to learn to be the best me that I can be. Because back then, leadership was really important to me. So I was president of my school and you know involved in so many different clubs. I really wanted to be the best leader for people and, and help them uh, achieve their goals. And so ever since then, I'm leadership and personal development has been my passion. And so... I bring a lot of experience uh, when it comes to that, not necessarily uh, implementing it. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I definitely would not be the person I am today if, if it weren't for everything that I've done in the past. So that's a little bit about me. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and go, I suppose, because uh, Rohit and Christian both just looked at me. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm really here just to be the rebel. I don't have nearly the breadth of experience as Rohit. Um, but I don't necessarily think that equates to a, a lack of knowledge, right? If I just because I don't have the uh, professional experience in in leadership or personal development, um, I played a, a pretty big role in growing forward with Rohit and really immersed myself in the growing forward model um, and learned a lot from that and have taken a lot of those philosophies with myself. I think one of my greatest strengths, if I have to think of one, would be mainly implementing the change and trying to be as self-aware as possible um, to, to really improve myself as a person in all facets of my life. Awkward silence. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's my tongue. Yeah. Cute <laughs> Christian. <laughs> so, um, do you not also don't have the experience that Rohit has in the education, but um, just like Rohit mentioned, since I've been in high school, I've always been interested in just becoming a better version of me. Um, so, I've always uh, been interested in books. I mean, like, Countless number of self-help books. Uh, speaking of our friend Joe V, like he makes fun of me. He's like, dude, you actually need to read some fiction novels at some point. Probably <laughs> do some good. Like, um, so you know, there's. I, I think he can be kind of obsession that may not be healthy for you. Um, but um, but yeah, just working hard to become a better person um, in all as uh, facets of my life. Um, whether that be through uh, fitness, whether it be through um, education. So more of a intellectual slash spiritual type aspects that are important to me so I've pursued all those um, a weak point of mine which I hope to gain through these conversations because this I feel like this is a growth opportunity um, for us three is um, the implementation part right I can tell someone what to do all day I'm sure that most of the world can do that right yeah but uh, sometimes I'm poor at implementing and uh Sitting here with you two, uh, definitely looking to gain some insights, some tips, and, and uh, um, yeah, looking for some help. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't we? Yeah. But that's the thing, right, to, to, to that point is, Roy, you, you bring with you and, and with us a, that breadth of experience, mm-hmm. but there's no degree for this, hmm. right? There's, there's, no, there's no set standard to say, hey, you're allowed to help people improve themselves. No, I, I think we all are allowed to, given our experiences and the reflection that we've had on all those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can take that with us um, and, and, and leave you with a gem, then uh, we've improved all of our lives. Yeah, and I think it's important to, to say as well, like we're, like Christian said, we're learning all this stuff as well. It's yeah. not like... You know, we've reached a certain point of, of our lives, and now it's like, okay, well, I've, I'm done learning. I think the moment you stop learning, this moment you die. Yeah, Ooh. isn't that a quote? Yeah, it is. I like it. You just know, take credit for it. I will. Yeah. I think uh, the thing Kyrie. too is we're not. None of us are claiming to be experts per se. Like, what we do, what we are doing through this is saying, hey, this worked for me. Mm-hmm. This is, this is something, so we're three friends that are able to share, but we're sharing our experience with other people. Hey, this worked for us. Give it a shot. And I think that's awesome. It's authentic. Um, and uh, um, everyone at this table has had their own successes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm joking saying I need help. Uh, definitely have, there's a lot of room for improvement, but I'm pretty proud of a lot of that I've done. Yeah. Um, and it's come from some of the things that we'll be discussing 
over the course of the next 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) Man. I was ready to quit after the first one. Yeah, we Yeah. (laughs) You lured me back with beer and poured me a glass of water (laughs) and gave me two cough drops because Christian already ate 37. Yeah. Yeah, so for those of you who remember last time, and I don't remember if I said this earlier in our test one, but... Christian was talking about his cough drops, so this time I brought in, I don't, it had to have been 10 plus. Yeah, they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, fantastic. Good times. All right, so um, just to recap, our first one was, was really about action, and action took place for these two. I mean, they were over. Uh, the only plan that we had, that, okay, the only plan that they knew about was that we would organize our podcast and kind of move forward with it but secretly I mean I knew I wanted to record the whole time and so uh, when the moment came I hit record and that's that led to the awkwardness that you guys heard in the first podcast that was all about action so yeah thank you guys for uh, your willingness to participate you're welcome yeah now it, that was the best way to do it you know it's it's uncharted waters for everyone and uh, so yeah dude I appreciate you being the leader yeah, really. A leader. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so should we help people get their shh together? Get their what? I'm still not going to say it, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done that with our first one, is counted how many times you guys both said the S word. Yeah. And just keep a timer going the whole well, we time. We don't want to do that. Yeah. It's a little ticker. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to get a little <laughs> <high>. up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so today's lesson is actually uh, one of, it, it actually stems from one of the modules that I do during my training uh, seminars um, called Dog on a Porch. And so this is a story I first heard from one of my mentors, Jerry Clark. And I'm not really sure where he heard it from, but, but essentially there's a guy walking down the street and he hears this dog um, just whining, you know, you know, just and the other dogs are running around having a good time. And he's like, wow, that's kind of weird. Second day, same thing. All the other dogs are running around. The last dog is just whimpering. Third day, same thing. Like, like all the other dogs are running around and this this poor dog isn't. So he goes up to the owner and he's like, hey, you know, all the other dogs are running around. Yours is just sitting there on the porch, not, not really moving. Like, what, what's going on? So the owner's like, oh, well, that's because the dog is sitting on a nail. And the guy's like, wait a minute, that, he's sitting on a nail. That's crazy. Like, why doesn't he move? And the owner says, it doesn't hurt him enough. And that, to me, really struck with me because how many times, looking back in my own life, are there times when I'm not in the best situation? You know, maybe maybe it's health or, or a job, in a relationship, maybe friendship, whatever it is. There, there are times when we know we're not as happy as we can be but yet taking action is more trouble than than staying with it you know um we we look to jobs a lot you know there's so many people who will say i'm not happy with with where i am i i want to move i don't like this job anymore for whatever reason and yet they they say it all the time and don't look for any other job and it's because so many times staying where we are in that comfort level, in that comfort zone, is more comfortable for us than putting ourselves out there to actually take action and, and, and look for a job. It's it's the fear of un, the unknown, really. 
Mm-hmm. And so people are going to do more to people are going to do more to prevent being hurt than to gain pleasure. Um, and, and it's just that inaction. I think we all feel comfortable with it. You know, I, I may not like my job, but I know what what it is. I know what to expect every day. And it could be if I get a new job, maybe I don't like it as much. Maybe it's a, maybe it's leading up to be a worse situation than what I am right now. And so I'm going to stick with it. Same thing with relationships. You know, I mean, I'm in a relationship. I know what this girl is like. I know what we're like. And yeah, I can go out and, you know, find someone else or, or call things off with her. But at least I know what I'm stuck with. <laughs> you know, what you're with. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> negative Sounds connotation. Like wow. Awesome lady. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's why I'm single right now. Yeah. <laughs> what was her name? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so, a little pain in there. But... Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there was something while you were while Please you were come saying, back to me. <laughs> while you were saying all that, I mean, something kind of uh, struck chord with me as you wrote it down real fast is... Um, Inaction is still an action, and indecision is still a decision. The actions you don't make are the actions you're you're actually taking, right? And the decisions you don't make is the decision you're making. And what can we do to prevent that? And why do why do people find comfort in that uh, proverbial nail, if you will, um, in instead of making a, a different decision mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah no, that was <laughs> that was deep like you know the um other thing uh fear is what you addressed yeah um people say that they're fear of failure um and uh another way of looking at it also is i think people are, are sometimes more fearful of success success comes responsibility um and people are people say including myself, say they want these things, um, these great things, where it'd be a new home, better relationship. There's some responsibility that's placed on you to accept that challenge, right? And um, what is it to what, who much is given? Much is asked. I don't know. What, or too much is uh, received or something. This out. So, sound like, sound like much. <laughs> If, if uh, George Bush, when he was butchering the quote, fool me once, fool us then. There's a saying in uh, Alabama or whatever. There's a saying in Oklahoma. Fool me, fool me twice, <laughs> won't fool me again. But, but yeah, I believe because to too much is given, much is asked, right? So um, success comes with a price. And I think some people <laughs> are not willing to pay the price. <laughs> Bro, we lost him. Turn. We lost him completely. Man, oh <laughs> you are. You <laughs> <laughs> lost it. Real it in. Real it in. My God, man. Oh my god! I've got water in my eyes. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> Rohit loves George Bush. Oh, oh yeah. man! No, I, I think that's good. I mean, those those points. If we didn't forget, we could. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had. 
thought we had. <laughs> you went under. What, what happened? My goodness. <laughs> face oh my red. god. Pe- yeah, the fear of the unknown. That responsibility is. Uh, is <laughs> daunting. I'm trying to think. Okay, okay, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Giggles. I was supposed to be the professional one. I know. Jeez, you child. I'm the I had a cough drop. I'm the monkey. (laughs) There's one left. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, we lost Christian. Oh, no, it's got to stay. And people need, I think that's, you know, in in speaking with the people who have heard this, um, the, oh, we lost Christian again. Um, Yeah, I think. The feedback that they gave was that this is raw. You know, we're we're, genuine. Yeah, we're not professionals here. We don't know what we're doing. Mm Mm-hmm. But we're discovering along the way and sharing it with you, our our loyal listeners, uh, all 12 of you. Oh, boy. There he goes again. We lost him again. Yeah. We're gonna, Christian is gritting his teeth so yeah. hard right now. <laughs> no, but really to that point, right? So that the that responsibility is is can be daunting and um, intimidating to some people, I suppose. Right? Yeah. I mean, if if you set these lofty expectations and you try your hardest and you don't meet them, is that more upsetting? than not trying at all and not giving yourself excuses. This nail hurts. Me me to lay here so this nail hurts, but if I try to get up and I can't, mm-hmm. does my lack of ability or skill is is that gonna hurt my feelings? Is that gonna upset me? Is that why people do that? <clears throat> That's a good point. I mean a lot of times if 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 I keep my goals to myself and I don't say them out loud then whether or not I achieve them or not, I haven't disappointed anyone. Mm-hmm. And what that does is I save face. But if I go around telling everyone, hey, this is my goal. I'm going to do this. You know, these are all the amazing things that I'm going to accomplish. And I don't, then all of a sudden I'm going to feel bad about myself. I mean, what's the message your subconscious is receiving? Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be, okay, you've set goals before. You know, and what happened in return? You didn't get them. You let all your friends down. You let your family down. They had all these high expectations of you that you can't hit. And so next time, even if I pump myself up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to set another goal. You know, maybe the first time my goal was to run a mile and I didn't do it. And, you know, people laughed at me, said that I couldn't do it or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's not that extreme. Mm -hmm. But next time, what am I going to do? What is my subconscious going to do? Okay, now I'm going to set a goal to only run half a mile. And so that way, it's it's within my comfort zone. I'm not stretching out anymore, so it'll be easier to do. And then again, what if I don't do it again? I told everyone I would. Now I'm going to cut it back to a quarter of a mile. And that's what happens in life. I mean, we, you know, why is it that when we're kids, we want to be, you know, astronauts and and professional sports players and you know, write books and and do all these amazing things. Mm-hmm. And then as we grow up, all those dreams go out the window. And now all of a sudden, it's like you know. I don't like this job, but it's not that bad. You know, I can put up with it. I, or the the excuse that we all, you know, tend to hear the most is, at least I like my coworkers, and that's how we justify it. 
Hmm. You know, I may not like the job, but I like my coworkers, and that's why I'm staying around. I don't like either. Oh, well, this just got off. Totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, you know, I I heard a podcast or an interview or something. I don't remember where I got this information from, but uh, it was a guy. It's kind of you know, kind of a grim thing a little bit, but it was a guy who had a disorder, uh, eating disorder or something like that, and he said that he knew that he had it, right? Um, but he uh, he said that in mentally. Inside, he said to himself that he that I I know that this that I have an eating disorder. Mentally, I know that I'm destroying my health because of you know you know the things that he was doing. He said that, uh, but he couldn't get his word lips to form the words that he needed help or he had this disorder, right? And then uh, he said that it, it was like he could like not physically get himself to admit it to himself out loud and say the words out loud. Which, if you say that, and you can also take that and say, if he can't say it to himself out loud, he also can't say it to other people. Yeah. And so, in the term, like, so taking that example and and uh, piggybacking on what you had said a minute ago, putting things out into the universe um, holds you accountable, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people, um, I mean, I'm horribly guilty of this. Um, Love the flexibility that comes with not being accountable. <laughs> non Maybe I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> I won't. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen the facial feet and the facial expression that Christian just did. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I won't. Maybe. <laughs> It's almost like listening to a comedy special as opposed to watching it, right? Like, <laughs> listening to an audiobook of Kevin Hart's stand-up or watching on TV and going. It's, um, yeah, it's accountability, right? And that's accountability to yourself. So, you know, I've heard uh, uh, many times, like, if you have an idea, you need to put it on paper. Um, I have an excellent memory, so... When I say I forgot something, you know, I'm probably not telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like, but um, where's that five bucks you owe me, Christian? Exactly. Oh, oh man, um, <laughs> forgot it. So my five bucks is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's like uh, putting things on paper, right? Like that's it's great. Um, uh, I read a statistic somewhere that if it's placed on paper, the odds that you're going to complete it, it's going to be a lot higher than if you don't put it on paper. You know, I have a great memory. I toil, uh, hold things in my head, twisting these ideas. I have my to-do list. This stuff doesn't really get done. It's just bouncing around in my skull, mm-hmm. right? As soon as I release it from my brain to some something tangible, something I can check off, something I can see, something that's tangible that I can achieve, uh, I wake up on Saturday mornings, a good example. On Saturday mornings, um, I'm very a lot less structured than I am during the week. I'm pretty structured as far as I get up, get, work out, go to work, you know, I'm just, I have a really structured day. Saturday morning, not so much. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you should see that laundry pile that I have on Saturday mornings. <laughs> like, <laughs> not so great. <laughs> like, Let's air out your dirty laundry. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. not so great. So, um, or, or there's dishes in the sink or, or I need to uh, run some errands or catch up with some bills or that I haven't taken care of. Like, stuff usually, you know, Saturday's a good time for a lot of, uh, you know, working professionals such as ourselves <laughs> yeah. to, take care, to take care of that stuff. Um, when I get up and I grab a piece of paper, write everything down, and I start crossing it off. Mm-hmm. By three in the afternoon, depending on what I'm doing, I'm done. I don't do that 
at three in the afternoon, I'm like, Man, I feel like I have something that watching I... Watching TV. Yeah, like... Had four snacks. Watched yeah, like, three episodes of Sports Center with only one different update. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the baseball game is on today. The rest of the top ten has been the same all three episodes. So it's... Uh, so you're right. Like, I mean, that's so it's like, you know, like what you just said, inaction is still in action. Um, watching inaction, um, I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah. <laughs> like... But you know what? Um, I've watched TV. I've uh, probably even went out of the house and grabbed some horrible snacks for myself. Yeah. Came back. I ate those snacks. These are all things. These are all physical actions. Verbs. They're ver- yeah, they're all verbs. Heard something else really cool today. Um, it was about uh, your health. And um, this, uh, you know, I would love to get this lady credit, but I don't remember your name. Sorry if you hear this podcast. Um, but she uh, said that... Um, you know, our bodies as humans, which it's a fact that everyone knows, is they're, they're designed to move. So your body, like, you're not meant to be a sedentary person, right? Um, with that being said, um, even sitting still, you're doing something. So if you're looking at the computers, you're, that your eye, you're training mm. muscles in your eyes all day. People don't think about that. Like, your heart's still beating, your breath is still moving, like, there's things. So your body is in training at all points in time. Um, it's never not doing something. Um, but what you're doing is you're training it to be lazy or you're training mm-hmm. it to um, uh, not be as strong. Um, mentally, uh, if you don't read, Kyle. <laughs> like, I'm still like, learning. The, uh, the, at all points in time, it's like you're training your body, your mind uh, to do something mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't look at it and I think that when you embrace that then you change it it, it shifts your world yeah um, because you're like oh no I'm not just watching sports center like um, I'm training my body to um, my heart to beat at a different rate or training my, um, my, my my eyes to strain because I'm watching TV in the dark like you know and and, and you can translate that principle into what we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. So if you're not training yourself to move, um, flying quotations, everyone, <laughs> like um, if you're not training yourself to move by getting off that nail, then what you're doing is you're training yourself to stay on that nail. Yeah. Wow. Program. <clears throat> yeah. It's, and to that point too, I see um, Outside Magazine. You familiar with that mm-hmm. at all? Uh-huh. Um, I see, and I can't. <laughs> um, I can't remember who it was, but it was a gentleman on there who um, quit his job and decided to ride his bike from Oregon. I, I want to say Portland, but I don't recall if it was Portland or not. From Oregon down to the southernmost tip of South America. Mm. Wow! And a friend of his wanted to join him on the journey. Not the entire journey, but. Uh, take a vacation and travel down to join him on a journey and ask him why he was doing it. Mm-hmm. And he brought up all these phenomenal points. I'll have to send you guys the video to, to listen to it. Um, he brought up all these phenomenal points about how, uh, kind of as Christian mentioned, you're always doing something, but as a, as a baby, as a child, everything is new to you and everything is exciting and you're really experiencing every moment that you're doing. But as we grow older and become adults, we get locked into patterns mm-hmm. and programs. And the more we allow things to become patterns or, or programs, if you will, on the, on the growing forward model, um, the less you're allowing yourself to think. And I think, think, there you go, uh, with this new day and age where 
Cortana can check my emails for me automatically and see that I have itinerary from a flight and tell me when my flight is taking off is phenomenal. But I, it also allows me not to think and not to use those parts of my brain, um, which Ooh. may lead to bigger problems, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it's an action is still an action, right? Yeah, like it's it's if you really apply that to what even what you just said, mm-hmm. like you're you're training yourself to not do what you should do, like mm-hmm. whatever that is, right? Like how much technology can we're, we? For those who don't know, is we're all three in technology. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like we all we all three work in technology. So, um, and you can't deny that technology has absolutely just changed our lives and like just disrupted so many things oh like my I'm a huge fan of like companies like Uber or uh, uh, we'll start we'll just leave it there like uh, there's a t- list of them right mm-hmm. they've just disrupted things they've made people's lives easier made uh, moving through life more efficient Dollar Shave Club Do- yeah wait really <laughs> I think so and we would love for you to sponsor us, Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. <laughs> and me undies. Because clearly none of us shave today. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, we, before and after pictures, Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. <laughs> Feedback at gystpodcast.com. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, like, it's, 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 um, as great as technology is, um, to become reliant on things like you're saying. Yeah. And to not... Um, kind of talking circles. Actually, go ahead. I have a question for you. Yeah, you come with a lot of experience. So, what are some action items that you would take to to get off the proverbial nail? Like, what would you suggest? Yeah, that that's great. Um, so like I said, I this is a training module that that I do in the seminars, and it's always really interesting when when we talk about this, and especially when people learn that you know that the quote that I always say is people will do more to prevent loss than to gain pleasure. And so when it, when it comes to that, we're talking about the nail and we're talking about things that bother us, but yet may not bother us enough to really take any action with it. Mm. And so what I always tell people is just take a blank sheet of paper and you know this is kind of the action item for, for this podcast, is at, at the very top right, some of my nails are, and then just list all your nails that you have, you know, is your is your bank account a nail? Is your relationship a nail? Is your circle of influence, those friends that are closest to you, a nail? And no, you don't have to necessarily be negative on everything. And it's not like you need to cut ties. For a lot of for a lot of people, I know parents are their nails, where their parents are continuously nagging them and, and making them feel down about themselves. But it's not like we're going to cut them out of our lives. Mm-hmm. But it's still fantastic to know that that exists because it without recognition you can't really know what you need to fix mm-hmm. and so that's going to be the big takeaway from this podcast episode um for the action items is you know come up with five different nails that you have that are that are really bothering you and then then as we go along we'll, we'll talk about what can you do about those nails you know i the first one was all about taking action. This one is all about recognizing the things that are holding us back. And so I think in future episodes, we'll talk about, you know, how, how do you take that first step? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's scary, as, as both of you guys know. You know, when yeah. once we hit record on the first one, you both looked at each other like, you know. 
It was, uh, yeah, it was uh, awesome. What, what now? <laughs> we were both trying to slip out of here. Yeah, we were. <laughs> like, I got to drop. What time is it? I gotta, yeah. You know, but how, how much better did you feel afterwards? Because as soon as... So for those who don't know, as soon as we stopped recording and hit that finish button, we all looked at each other and we were like, we struck gold. Like, yeah. This is fantastic. Absolutely. And so how about, how about this be the takeaway? Write down five nails that are preventing you from taking action in your own life. So specifically five nails, the thing that prevents you from taking action or the thing that you want to take action against. So like, let's say Good someone question. wants to lose weight, mm-hmm. right? Generic goal. I want to lose weight. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why you haven't lost weight. That is a generic ass goal. That means shit. Yeah. I want to lose five pounds. Is That's that our, more specific. Is, is, Christian, is that our first S word of the podcast? Oh, it might did you be. say shit? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Wow. That was some too. We need to get back on did. this. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, well, let's use that as an example, maybe just real quick for the listeners. If I want to lose weight, mm-hmm. that's my goal. Excellent. But I don't do anything about it. Yeah. My nail is setting specific goals is more difficult than eating cheeseburgers and pizza and drinking beer. Yeah, and that's what that's what it comes down to. So in this case, your nail is going to be cheeseburgers. Okay. You know, because what you want to do is you want to identify the thing that is preventing you from taking action. And that's going to be your nail. So with the cheeseburgers in themselves is inanimate. So would the nail actually be your emotions? So for example... Is the reason why just just don't out here? Is the sure. reason why is the reason why the person doesn't want to not eat cheeseburgers because they're unhappy? Is that that would that be more be the nail, or is the nail the actual object? Wow! Did we man. just get Christians getting deep into this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> no, I mean you you bring up a valid point. Talking about you know coping, um, the coping mechanisms that we have, and that's probably a little bit deeper than than what this is meant to be. Um, in in this case, it's just what. What is it that you are doing that you would rather not do? So, for okay. example, okay. is is a job one of your nails? You know, I, I don't want to work here, but it's better than, you know, I I don't mind this enough to do something about it. It's really what a nail is. I don't want to work here, but it's easier than updating my resume and looking on yeah. Monster okay. and okay. sending on my resume or whatever. Yeah, you know. Because yeah, it, it's a pattern thing. So, mm. Christian, you're, you're an amazingly healthy guy. You, you eat really healthy. How many people tell you? you You're know, pretty damn handsome too. <laughs> people is. in podcast America, <laughs> I would love to model. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we're getting ready to wrap up, um, but but Christian, I mean, how many people come up to you and say, you know, I, I want to eat healthy, but it's just too expensive. It's easier for me and it's cheaper for me to just go to local fast food than it is to actually eat healthy. Oh my gosh. That's a, a conversation everybody. I know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like everybody. Yeah. yeah, so in this case, you know, that's another nail. I, I don't want to be overweight, but it's easier than, you know, spending money. Or it's easier than, than getting up and running. Mm-hmm. It's easier than reading a book. It's easier than updating my resume. Mm-hmm. So what a nail is, is blank is easier than whatever it is you want out of life. That's your nail. I, I want to tour the world and, and explore everything. But staying at home is easier. And so... I like that. It's simple. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's list five of our top nails and uh, call that good. Are we doing this, dude? Or are we doing what? Listing nails. Uh, yeah, th- well, that's the uh, the action item. 
Are you talking about listing nails us? now? Us. No, 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 not now, just in general. Is that... Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I think when we start our next uh, episode three, you know, maybe we can, as individuals, we can talk about some of our nails. Okay, there. cool. So... Awesome. Yeah. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to uh, episode two of our podcast. Hopefully we didn't bore you too much today. God, this and, one And you got horrible. something out of it. Yeah, a good little laughter break there. <laughs> we'll see if it gets edited out. If uh, you don't hear about five minutes of laughing in the middle, then uh, it was it was cut out. But uh, yeah. thanks again, everyone. All right. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.